Well, y'all, Ninja is back. He made a bunch of money, but we don't get the money. I don't know about y'all. I don't get no money. So the money that he made matters less to me than the reasons why he left and came back to Twitch. So we're going to get into that in today's episode of the Stream Coach Podcast right after this. What's up, everyone? It's Ashney Christ. Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Obviously, today we are going to be talking about Ninja, okay? Ninja came back. He has this entire crazy journey, which we're going to be getting into. But the biggest thing is that I want to tell you when it's the right time for you to leave Twitch and also what is actually going to be leading your business decisions as a small streamer. So let's jump right into it. Okay, so for those of you who are relatively new to Twitch and don't know a ton about his story, Ninja has been a streamer since around 2010-2011. He'd been streaming for a long time from back in the Justin TV days, which is what Twitch was named before it was named Twitch, and he had streamed a lot of Halo, some other FPS games. He was relatively well known, but he didn't really blow up to Ninja level until Fortnite came out. He started playing Fortnite almost immediately after it came out. His stream absolutely blew up and he had this one major moment that happened in March of 2018 where he played with Drake, the artist, okay? This was a major moment for the Twitch community. It led to a lot of news coverage. People who hadn't taken Twitch seriously before were finally starting to see why it was so great. And at this point, if you paid attention to the business space at all, there were a lot of companies that were starting to see Twitch as a place where they could potentially advertise or expand their businesses or their investments. And so we were finally starting to get outside traction from people outside of the nerd industry. So at this point, for months, Tyler, which is Ninja, was consistently sitting on the top of the Twitch throne, okay? He had the most views on the platform. He was playing with people like Travis Scott, Marshmello, Lil Yachty. He played so much with Marshmello, it's wild. But by associating with these celebrities, Ninja actually became a celebrity himself. So the value that he was bringing to Twitch became bigger than the value that Twitch was bringing to him. And any good business person at this point is going to try to find a way to make those values align a little bit more so that things are more mutually beneficial. And so that's whenever negotiations about exclusivity started happening for Twitch and Ninja. They talked for legit months, but they wanted to confine his brand in ways that made Ninja and his wife Jessica, who plays as plays like as if she is just a little like having fun with it, not taking it seriously. Okay, so she's uh, his wife, but also his manager. And is very experienced, very protective of his brand, obviously loves the guy and wants him to be able to be happy and do things that uh, are going to expand his brand. So the two of them started to talk to Twitch about an exclusive deal. However, they have come out multiple times and said that Twitch wanted to confine the Ninja brand to only be gaming oriented. When Ninja was getting all of these deals to be uh, in partnerships with like big advertisers and movies and all this massive stuff, they just could not reach a mutual agreement in terms of what the Ninja brand was allowed to do. Twitch wanted to place a lot of limitations on it. Ninja and Jessica wanted to be able to have free reign essentially. Now at this time, 
there was also a very obvious struggle for Ninja. This was probably a result of the fact that all of these negotiations behind the scenes were not going well, also that he had been thrown into the spotlight very quickly, and because he was known for Fortnite. And if you stream as much as Ninja streamed, which was usually like 8 to 10 hours a day, 6 or 7 days a week, streaming one single game over and over for months or years, that can become detrimental to your mental health at some point. So he wanted to probably take a break, stream some other games. He did stream a little bit of Final Fantasy on his channel, uh, as well as a handful of other games at the time, but his audience just did not show up for those games like they showed up for Fortnite. And this obviously resulted in him feeling a little bit burned out, feeling kind of caged into a specific kind of content, and this affected his mental health very negatively, and it affected his streams as well. You could tell when you watched a ninja stream that when he was streaming with Drake, he was really in his prime. He had all this energy, he was doing these crazy dances and having a ton of fun, but after months of this, he just didn't have that same level of excitement for it, and it became less exciting to watch. And so he just wasn't happy. And the Twitch negotiations weren't happening, so he decided that he would take an offer from another platform, which was Mixer. He left Twitch for Mixer because Mixer was better to him. Microsoft was good to him and Jess, and they felt like they had finally found a solution for all of this negative energy that they had been experiencing. And so they found this platform, however, even though Mixer had the largest streamer in existence, they still didn't have enough pull in order to see more success from their platform. So eventually, Microsoft declared the Mixer quote-unquote experiment as a failure, they closed it, and of course he has to make another decision about his brand again. And this decision is, should he stream on Twitch? Should he stream on YouTube? Or should he accept a deal with one of the, uh, I'm sure, tens of streaming platforms that are probably in his email asking for an exclusive deal with him? And he chose Twitch. He did experiment with a with YouTube and Twitch both and eventually landed on Twitch as the space that he decided to stream on again. Okay. Now, there are some people who think that he did not make the right decision with this because his YouTube channel is very successful. However, I personally believe that he did make the right decision because he is able to diversify his content. And for someone who has struggled with mental health whenever it comes to your streams versus all the other content that you're trying to create and all of the other opportunities that you're trying to seize for yourself, you don't want to add fuel to that mental health fire by putting all of your eggs in one basket. If he had streamed over on YouTube, that's going to be very scary for his brand because any changes that YouTube makes as they start to build out their streaming infrastructure is going to reflect on his brand, but also could potentially be harmful to how he wants to evolve and to his ability to grow his stream over there. And so he decided to stick with something that is a little bit more reliable while also still dominating over on YouTube as well as dominating on Twitch. So he's getting something from both platforms at this point, which in my opinion makes this the right choice for him. 
Now, here's a big thing that I actually feel like I experienced as well is that I feel the same thing happened to me, but on a much smaller scale, okay? So hitting the burnout, being thrown in front of millions of people that you have never reached before, wanting to focus on bigger things and struggling with handling that attention. These things are not easy to go through and to go through, especially live in front of a developing audience of a lot more people than have ever paid attention to you before. So I resonate with Ninja's story a lot and I have a lot of empathy for what he went through and empathy for how he probably feels now having to be back on a platform that didn't want to have his back over a year ago whenever all of the stuff originally started happening. So let's break this down. What can you learn from what Ninja went through? The first thing that you need to know is that your emotions will lead your business decisions, okay? Ninja was struggling with burnout, struggling with his mental health, and struggling with his happiness. And those are things that you must prioritize if you want to stay consistent with content long term. To combat burnout, you need to have really strong boundaries between the time that you're going to be creating content and the time that you're not. You need to allow yourself to switch off. To combat mental, uh, let's say, illness and having a, a strong mental fortitude towards everything that you are going to experience as a content creator, you have, need to have a really strong identity and sense of self and the ability to back up the choices that you make, even if those choices upset other people. And obviously to combat your lack of happiness, you need to pursue content that makes you genuinely happy, okay? And it's very important that you have this happiness. Now that doesn't mean that you're always going to be happy. There will definitely be times where you don't enjoy what you're doing and you don't have this massive motivation for it. And that's very normal. But understanding how to find happiness, even whenever you are not as excited about the subject that you're creating all of your content on is super important and that is a skill set that you need to grow. The next thing that this shows us is that consistency is hard for successful and unsuccessful people. Just because you have hundreds or thousands of viewers doesn't mean that you're going to be able to be consistent constantly just because you have those viewers, okay? So if you are waiting for the viewership to come to someday make you a consistent content creator, that is not something that you want to wait for, okay? Consistency comes from an internal identity that develops strong processes and external habits that will keep you creating every single day, even when times start to get hard. Now, to Ninja's Uh, I don't want to say detriment, but to his benefit, he still stuck with streaming even when he was obviously burned out, which is really great, even though it doesn't look like it from the outside. It's really important that we show ourselves that we can continue to progress even whenever times get hard. Now, obviously with burnout, that is a level of disinterest in what you're creating that can become Uh, mentally unhealthy and cause some instability and cause some really 
just bad things to happen in your life and with everything that you're experiencing. And so there will come a point where you need to analyze when is the right time to stop and when isn't. But burnout also deserves a much more nuanced conversation than this. So don't just use this information as everything that you know, your your 100% guide to burnout because it is not. There is a lot more to learn about it than just this. Okay, but let's keep going. Another thing that you can learn from this is that you might feel someday that you have outgrown Twitch. And if you feel that you've outgrown it because you've quote unquote made it, making it because of the work that you've done on Twitch doesn't mean that you should stop streaming or that you should feel less excited about it or that you should start spending a lot more time away from Twitch in order to focus on something else, okay? And so the reason that I say this is because this is a lesson that I have had to learn as well. I stopped streaming to focus on Stream Coach Academy, which ultimately was the right choice for my business. However, was it detrimental to my own personal brand to uh, that ultimately grows the business? Yes, absolutely. There's a reason Ninja came back to Twitch. There's a reason I came back to Twitch, okay? And the reason for that is because if you if you immediately leave behind the thing that made you successful because you start to see success, that is going to be detrimental to your future success and the additional opportunities that you have gotten for yourself as a result of all of the hard work that you have put in on your platform, okay? And this is why it's so important that you do things that bring you genuine happiness because you don't get to just stop them one day once you become successful with them. That's whenever you really stick with it. This obviously deserves a lot more discussion as well, but I don't want to get into too much of that here. I want to keep these podcast episodes short and sweet for y'all. So let me know what you think about Ninja coming back to Twitch and what the biggest thing that you learned from his journey has been. Tweet at me at Christ or tag me in your Instagram stories or whatever. I will see you all next week.